0: Previously on Modula
1: When last we left off, our heroes traveled through Murk and Mire to revive their friend Volteroy Shans. After being surrounded by an unforeseeable amount of zombies, they finally arrived at the house of Telic Garden Hedge, who was able to revive Volteroy. Volteroy then revealed that Tyr was dead.
2: Welcome.
3: My name is Luke Job.
2: My name is Jack Dean.
4: My name is Raven Walker.
3: And this is Modular.
2: The podcast where we take you through the modules written by Wizards of the Coast for the fifth edition of Dungeons and
4: Dragons. That's right, Jack. These are the pre-written stories made up by the folks who made up D&D. We didn't write them, but we're here to run them for you.
2: And why would we do that?
3: Well, Jennifer, maybe you're a DM who's thinking about a campaign, who's thinking about running a campaign. And you want to get a feel for how it plays out. Maybe you're a player who's already been in this particular campaign and you want to reminisce on the good old days. Maybe for you, Christmas isn't the most special time of the year because you practice Hinduism. And while that's great, it doesn't have Santa Claus, does it? So maybe tell that to Krishna, huh? Okay. (laughs)
2: But you should be warned, each of our episodes will take on a part of these pre-written adventures. That means there are major spoilers for the key plot points of each story we are running. And right now, we are running The Rise of Tiamat. If you don't want any spoilers, you should leave now.
4: And there's another warning that we should offer them.
2: That's right, Raven. Modular is not a podcast for children. It contains explicit language as well as adult themes like sex alcohol drug use violence and greedy castmates trying to steal other people's cues so please be aware of these not so kid-friendly themes
3: now without further ado welcome to an inclusive podcast to hinduism modular
2: uh and our session 32 of the rise of tiamat nailed it
3: it's a modular Troy,
1: Poncho, Sally, and Elian, you have been at Telex shack for a couple of days now. You've explained to him the situation going on, everything you know about the cult, all of your objectives thus far. And finally, you know, after a couple of days, you've you've regained your... Sh- and Teleg says...
5: I... I think you should head straight to the dragons in the Nether Mountains. I know you said you were going to meet up with Annie, but I think the dragon meeting is a more pressing matter.
3: Because you saved my life, I won't be too sassy about this, but you don't even know Annie. Okay, you don't know the kind of bond we share, but you're probably right, so I'm not going to be an ass about this. Well, can but you. Just not... That's my soul sister,
2: Biatch.
5: No, I, I understand, but.
2: You know. And you can use your magic to get in touch with her and tell her where we're going, right? Who me? No, not you. No, Votoroi. I barely that, know that, you.
3: <laughs> that that does make sense.
2: Hmm. And frankly, your hovel it needs work.
3: Okay. <laughs> has has Votoroy gotten a long rest? Yeah,
1: for sure. It's been it's been a couple days now. Hell yeah. After
2: healing. Yeah. So he's so. like he's like totally you're like totally over all that trauma of your god dying and stuff. Then like that's just. That's just Yeah, down, no, right? you
3: can you can definitely <laughs> see the light in Volteroi's eyes again. Yeah. Not. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that's really cute though. Oh, uh, now that's... you have a now you have a
1: big scar on your belly.
3: Yeah. Oh shit. I mean this is this is just me finally losing a little bit of male privilege. You know, women get these kinds of scars on purpose <laughs> to, to have children, so
2: Or to fight sea serpents. That's how I got mine.
3: Oh, yes, of course, that too. That's a classic, classic tale as old as time, The Woman and the Sea Serpent.
5: (laughs) I fear the cultists may be dangerously close to their ultimate goal. You know, I've been fighting them off up here in these uh, northern lands, western northern lands, and they've lessened their raids of late. And that makes me fear that their goal is soon to be accomplished.
3: Right, yeah. We're going to head to the mountains and see the dragons, okay, Telik?
5: Okay.
2: By the way, last, uh, last time there was some like issue about what team we are, because obviously you're Team A, and I thought I was Team A, but for a bit there, there was like a Team C thing going on, which I don't even know what that's about. Like that's So what's, uh, are we Team we A? a
3: team, we are Team AA.
2: Wink. <laughs> uh, double A, I like it, I like it.
4: Elian's, like, looking in some jars in the in the background, <laughs> like, <laughs> observing. Um, and when he hears y'all talking about, like, leaving and heading out, he, he kind of creeps over and is like, Um, I, I guess, uh, can I join you?
3: You know, I think me and Sally kind of—we t- figured we would leave you behind, but <laughs> um, I guess you can. You you seem to be pretty useful against some zombies. It sounds like.
2: I mean, uh, do, do, yeah, doing these things in threes <laughs> is how it's how it's always been done.
3: It's, it's, it's true. It's true. it's true. All right, Ilian, uh raise your right hand.
4: He, the, the right. hand is raised
3: <laughs> all right
4: this is not a visual medium repeat you can see. repeat
3: after me repeat after me i ilian whatever my last name is
4: i Ilion ulo
3: do solemnly swear
4: do solemnly swear
3: that I will work to better the realm of forgottenness
4: that I will work to better the realm. Of Forgottenness.
3: And I will hunt down evil dragons and kill them with impunity.
4: That I will hunt down evil dragons and kill them with impunity.
3: And I will work to stop the rising of Tiamat.
4: And that I will work to stop the rising of Tiamat.
3: And generally not be a big bag of shit.
4: And generally not be a big bag of shit.
3: I... Put my hands on either side of uh, Ilian's shoulders, and I say, "Congrats, kid! <laughs> you're an adventurer."
2: <laughs> uh, I don't know whether we should mention this now, but there, but there is a membership fee, and it's like a weekly thing. So, yeah, we, we'll set you up on a plan. Uh, <clears throat> Ilian we'll,
4: we'll... uh, reaches in their bag and pulls out like some, some like moss and lichen and a few mushrooms, and is like, "Will this cover the fee, or do I need to like?"
3: You hold on to that for now. <laughs> you have to see the guy at the bank about the fee. <laughs> you see... uh We'll work at that. I'll keep it You notes. see Telek look looks
1: down you. at the moss and says,
5: You know, you probably shouldn't be touching that with your bare hands. Anyway, Poncho, my friend, you've been awfully quiet. <laughs> what say you to this?
3: Um... You know, Telek, I'm... I'm kind of your right-hand man now. I think I'm sticking with you. If you, you know, say they should head and see these metallic dragons, I'm all for metallic beasts. Little burrito (laughs) here. He's metallic and he's always been good to me. So, I think it's a wise decision and I wish you three the best of luck. Voltoroy, it's a, it's been a pleasure to get to know you over the past few days. You seem like a really swell guy, and Voltoroy gives him the finger guns.
2: <laughs> thank, thank you for helping us uh, retrieve our friend. Uh, ho- hopefully, we can, we can see you and uh, see you before all this is is over. We, we may need your, your help again at some point.
3: Pancho says. Don't worry, uh, my character sheet's gonna stick around, Justin. <laughs>
4: Thanks to D&D Beyond, you can just simply... <laughs> <laughs> you
1: all gather your things, and you head outside. You see Telic hands you each a bag full of, uh,
5: some rations. And he points a finger and he says... The nether mountains are about six days in that direction. Though there is no hospice or friendly housing where you're heading, most villages have long been abandoned or recently destroyed by the cult. Good luck, though!
1: And with that, he kind of scurries back (laughs) into his house and shuts the door behind him.
2: Cool. So are there any zombies around, or...?
1: No, no, you, you... See, you're in a part of the woods that are not as affected by the undead blight as it is.
3: The, there's some big trees around keeping them out. Yeah. Nice. Let's make our way, team.
1: Oh. Yeah, let's get Let's get the move on. You begin heading in the direction he pointed. And
3: as as we're walking, can I cast sending? Sure. I think I want to cast sending and send to Annie.
1: What are you sending to Annie?
3: I've got 25 words. What are these mountains called again?
1: The Nether Mountains.
3: Annie, good news. Your boy lives. (laughs) Me, Sally, and a new dude are heading to the Nether Mountains to meet with the metallic dragons. Bye! <laughs>
1: <laughs> Perfect. Concise. Exactly how a sending spell should be. Can Annie... Uh, does, does Annie... Is Annie, Annie gets born? to send
3: 25 words back.
1: Yeah. Okay, sure. We'll get to that at some point. Um... <laughs>
4: You you hit Annie's voicemail and you hear "Hi, y'all." Yeah. Um, Leave a message <laughs> at the beep.
3: <laughs> uh, for the audience, uh, me and Jack have not heard the last two episodes yet. Just so you know.
2: Yeah, so we we don't know what's been going on. Um, Thorn and Raven have heard the last two episodes,
1: <laughs>
3: and and that makes sense. Yeah. As that we're as
2: sense. as we're traveling though, after I see after I see you. Uh, cast your, your sending spell, I might go over and go, um, I do, I do apologize if this is a, a very tender subject, but might I ask, is your, I know your magic is not connected to your religion, but has, have you felt any effects from your your heritage, your your arcane abilities? Have they been weakened, perhaps, by what, you, what you've gone through? Yes, what so Thorn.
3: Seen? what's going on with that? You
1: because of your heritage um, since since you gain your magic through your heritage and not through your connection to your god you still feel generally fine though there is a like a, a part of you that you feel is missing like there it feels like there's a deep hole within your chest that is just empty
3: yeah That's and what the so are. i think um, in the past few days, Voltoroi has kind of realized like I have to keep my shit together right now, um, and so Ilian, not knowing Voltoroi, probably thinks like Oh, like this is just how this dude is, but I'm sure Sally like can notice like he was putting on a brave face to sound good for Annie in the sending spell. Mm. He like did the whole nighting ritual with Ilian, like to try and like make him feel like hopeful. That, like, this is, like, a legit thing. But Volteroy definitely feels like it's already over. Like, there's no there's no hope.
2: Yeah. Well, then, as, uh, as we're walking together, I go, listen, uh, Volteroy, um, I know I, f- I filled in for Locke when, when he was gone uh, both times. Uh, and then when you were taken... Uh, it was, it was just Annie and myself, and I had to sort of step up to the plate in, in many ways with that, and now Annie's gone. Um, I, I guess I'm just trying to say, I know, I know I'm not Annie and I'm not Locke, and to be honest, I'm a little afraid of this responsibility to, to have to step up in, in this way, but if I can help you, I, I, would, I would like to. Uh,
3: Voltoro would stop walking and turn to Sally and put his hand on her arm. And say, Sally, you are right. You are not Annie. You are not Locke. Um, You are Sally Salt. And if nothing else, you are my friend. So keep doing what you're doing. Because quite literally, ma'am, everything you have done... Has been perfect. And if you don't believe in you, that's okay. Um, because I do. I'm just worried that, as great as you are, I don't know if anything can stop this at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I wouldn't trade you for the world, Sally Salt.
2: Excuse, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll smile back. That means a lot. But. Um... If it helps, when, when I was at sea and we'd be on a boat and we would be attacked by a kraken, or. Turns out kraken is the only monster Jack knows <laughs> as, a, as a
4: player. <laughs> That's in or the a sea. great white, or you know. <laughs> those, a great white, white a, giant,
2: a, a giant shark, or anything Run like that. Run into
4: some sirens. Mm. <laughs>
2: some sirens uh there, there, there was there was nowhere for us to go we we, we had to stand and fight i mean there were some who would go on uh un, below decks and hide and hide in the cargo hold while we were attacked but uh you know we couldn't jump we couldn't jump overboard we couldn't go anywhere uh, i i think i think our world is a lot like a big boat and Tiamat is like one of these creatures. You know, we, we can we can try and run and hide from it, but then the ship will be destroyed anyway. And it's it's better to be above deck, doing what you can, even if that that proves to be not enough.
3: Yeah. Well, friend, here's to uh, here's to staying on the deck. Slap
1: on Alien, you are. <laughs> Elian, you were witnessing this very tender moment between these two people who obviously have a history together. <laughs> what are you doing?
4: Oh, um, I, well, I assume I'm riding my horse, which you said look, like had like mushrooms and growths yeah. on it. Her name is Chantrell. This is
1: definitely a dead horse. The, her name
4: is Chantrell. like, someone after the, saw... the
1: <laughs> you great, great name. <laughs> you named Chantrelle? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> if someone in the law saw this horse they would probably arrest you for animal cruelty uh but you know better this horse is your this horse is living it up probably yeah
4: uh alien's just having a conversation with chantrell like just talking a very one-sided conversation obviously um it, it seems as though we finally encountered some friends is this what they are chantrell i don't know You just, like, it's, like, really, like, manic ramblings, like, and, like, he seems, like, this seemed kind of excited, you know what I mean? Elian's eager to make a friend and form a supposed bond, even though y'all are, like, also weirded out by him. (laughs) His presence are, like, kind of uneasy. Yeah. That's what he's doing.
1: The day turns to night, and you are still find yourself still within the forest you set up a campfire your horses uh, separated as you were as Sally and Voltoro, you were afraid that the spores may spread onto your horses <laughs> put them into the same state as chantrell but you go to sleep
3: and I never got another I never got a response from Annie
1: no you've not gotten a response from Annie uh, you're, well. You have a feeling you're probably not gonna get a response from Annie uh, within a specific time frame.
4: That'll be in about that one is episode, actually. Um <laughs> determined.
3: <laughs> okay. I um am casting sending again. I'm going to send to Onthar Froom. Okay. I'm gonna tell him I'm not gonna do the 25 word count because it, it it wouldn't beat it. I'm gonna tell him that um we think Annie is at Candlekeep. I'm with Sally and a new friend. We're headed to the Nether Mountains to meet with the Metallic Dragons. Good luck in in uh, Waterdeep. Okay. Do I get a response from him?
1: It takes a couple minutes, but you do. Voltoroi. We found luck. He's with Leeson. He is alive. Anyway, keep doing what you're doing. Good luck. Best regards, Ondarfrum.
3: Votoroy's <laughs> jaw drops, and he turns to Sally and he says, "Sally, Locke is alive." What? It's it sounds like Leeson was able to rescue him.
2: Is, that, is that he's going? Just give him a big, bear hug and lift him up and go, Ha-ha! Terrific news!
3: I think uh, Votoroy would would cry. (laughs) Would just start crying on Sally's shoulder. I just... I had not given up hope, but I had put (laughs) Lock Dangerfield in a very separate part of my mind because to think of him hurt (laughs) and to hear that he is okay... Uh I mean in the grand scheme of things we're probably all still fucked, but um that is that is good news.
2: Hey, I I am like you, you can't it seems you cannot keep Lock Dangerfield down, and I am sure his escape is a legendary tale full of full of joy and wonder and has not caused <laughs> any kind of upset towards it. <laughs>
3: I I am sure of this too. I am sure. Well, well, I and can rest no a little hurt. easier tonight. Yeah,
2: no everyone, one got
1: hurt. Everyone was alive and safe the entire and, time
3: and really happy.
1: Everyone was <laughs> really happy.
3: <laughs> and that great great old white death, he's probably fucking dead at the bottom yeah. of the Yeah.
1: Great old white death more more like great old white dead. <laughs> yeah.
2: You can suck my great white old dick. <laughs> 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 uh
1: You fall asleep, um, very peacefully now knowing that, uh, Locke is alive and presumably well. And the next day passes by pretty much without incident. You finally make it out of the forest. You are in some plains, uh, you can see very faintly in the distance, uh, A mountain range. And you have to assume that's where you're going. Third day comes by. It's about midday and you see a little bit further in the distance is a village. Smoke is rising from it. You can see that this village was on fire as most of the houses are charred and there are, you know, Piles of ash everywhere, dead, blackened bodies. This could have been the cause of some creature. This could have been, you know, a lightning strike. But you have a feeling this was probably the cult's doing.
2: Yeah. Damn. Elyon, uh, I- I- um you you know you know about the natural world yes it
4: it, i know i know a good amount um
2: do you do you know is there are there any tips or anything for these dragons we're going to be thinking i mean because these um these 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 poor villagers didn't didn't stand a chance um, if there's anything we can, any advantage we might have over these dragons we should probably know about it. That's
4: a great question. Um, Thorin, would Elian have that knowledge? You would I mean, I assume know. regional knowledge. But... Yeah, I mean I mean, I mean, mean, you would
1: know just about as anyone else just about as much as anyone else about uh, the dragons unless you have studied metallic dragons Has Elian studied
4: metallic dragons? No. He knows he knows about dragons a good amount. He knows draconic okay, then you know and he can summon draconic know, spirits if he needs to. Ooh, okay. Hell yeah. That's uh, exciting. Then you know that metallic
1: dragons, <coughs> unlike chromatic dragons, mm-hmm. are typically good natured. They are followers of Bahamut, uh who they view as their creator. Um, they are you know spread throughout the world as they are. This isn't a specific region in which they live. Uh, this was probably just a designated meeting place. Um, that they all were like, yeah, let's go here. Oh, like the move. Pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: <clears throat> tight, tight. Um, so I share I, I share that information. Um, what I do know about uh, metallic dragons is that they're usually a little bit friendlier than other types uh their creator their leader he seemed to be more benign if you know what i mean
1: good i might say benevolent
4: benevolent <laughs> not benign uh sorry <laughs> wrong word good
2: well that that bodes well for us perhaps they will be willing to um to help us or perhaps they've already been helping us to be fair we don't get a like wasn't there that like an entire village where they were like, "Oh yeah, that's being that's be- like, oh, it's to- that the king was like, it's totally fine, they're all fine there." And then we got there and there was like they were all dead, like not all of them, half of them.
3: I mean, a metallic dragon did save my life as well as Locke and Annie's rescued us from a falling castle out of the sky.
2: So that's 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 got to count for something.
3: Exactly. They didn't have he didn't have to do that, or she. I don't remember at the moment. <laughs> yeah.
4: I think that was that not Bahama Bahamut, Bahamut that picked us up. No. No. Because have we not ran into that that feller before? We have, right?
2: Locke Locke Lock has spoken to Bahama but only in his dreams. Yeah.
4: Okay, then that's
3: where. Ne- Nimor is.
4: And he is told the, us about him as well. Yeah
2: yeah
3: yeah Nemo's the one who rescued us, but then Elia <clears throat> was the dragon in human form at the council of Waterdeep, who told us to talk to these metallic boys and goyles.
4: okay, well,
1: just in case anyone hasn't been caught up yet, uh, little notes there from our note taker.
3: I'm trying to get the hottest scoop.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You continue onward and the day turns to night and the next day turns to night and the next day turns to night. It's it's been, what, that's five days now? And you are closer to the mountain but still not quite close enough. You can see it in the distance and you see that it's about maybe a day's journey. And as you are setting up camp You hear some rustling in uh, the trees nearby. A twig snaps. And your horses seem unsettled.
4: Can we roll a perception check or something?
1: Yeah. Yeah, go right ahead.
4: Well, let's do it. Okay, that was a 10, but my passive perception is a 17.
1: Oh, your passive perception is a 17? Yeah. Alien, you peer through the darkness, and you can see some vaguely uh, humanoid shapes uh, just kind of watching you.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Are you going to relay
4: that information? Y- yeah, or... I mean, I'm like, who? who's there?
2: Yeah, I'll draw my sword.
3: And I'll ready a firebolt.
2: You hear
1: whispering. And you see, step out of these bushes is an orc. Uh, but it looks rather emaciated. And you see this orc speaks and he goes, You just wouldn't happen to have
0: any food, would you? Much you could spare?
3: We have food we can spare, friend.
0: For ten.
2: We have enough. Can I roll an insight check on him? <laughs> Go ahead. That's eleven. He, he seems to be telling the truth. You see he...
1: His face brightens up a bit and he uh, motions for the others to come and you see about nine other orcs, some uh, orc women, some orc children, one orc elder uh, step from these bushes. <clears throat> and they all kind of gather around the fire uh they seem very happy to have some sort of uh, warmth uh, as it is it is getting rather late into the fall.
3: We're in winter, baby
1: yeah oh is it are you in winter
3: yeah it was it was late into the fall when we went to hunt uh arathator the first time,
1: yeah, oh shit, that's right
3: so we're we're like middle of winter
1: that's right because and then the north was completely frozen over that mm, makes yeah. sense yeah, Whoopsies. uh yeah no you're you're well into winter uh you can see there is a light dusting of snow starting to fall and these orcs look like absolute shit more so than orcs normally do
3: <laughs> ilian I, I i know uh druids sometimes uh have a spell that c- can create berries that can feed people for an entire day do you have this <clears throat>
4: I do not Uh, I actually um, (laughs) I I don't so I I, uh, but Elian reaches into their bag and I mean starts like passing out what rations they do have to feed the people to be honest Elian eats like dirt and is like I'm fine so
1: (laughs) yeah that's bad Uh, these rations are a little moldy a couple of
3: Me and and Sally can also share. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The the orcs don't seem to mind. They just kind of take whatever they can get at this point. God's bless you, strangers.
3: What has you out here starving yourselves?
0: We are heading west, trying to get to the seas. Maybe explore another land. There was this group of humans dressed in black robes, came and raided our stronghold, killed many of our kin, took our wares. We barely managed to escape, the ten of us. They had a red dragon with them.
2: Your, your, uh, these wares that the the, the cults, uh, these, these attackers stole, were they valuable? Were they gems, gold, precious metals, things like that?
0: Yes. Yes 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 all the like they even stole our, our idol uh, to our gods our idols to our gods
2: this is this is a horrible misfortune to to before you but i if i can give you some consolation one the, we, we know this enemy and we are their enemy and we are we are working towards that and two the fact that they they they, they took your items means they their, their goal is not yet completed and there is still time.
3: It's true. Well,
0: whatever their goal is, we don't want to be around to see it. It's not.
3: Take, take this. Uh, this should help you make your way wherever you end up. I'm going to give them a thousand gold.
4: Oh, Whoa. Shit. Damn. You deserve inspiration <laughs> for that, Luke. <laughs>
5: I think uh, I get to decide who does, <laughs> does deserve inspiration. Thank you very much. Um, maybe you should
1: get inspiration for that, Luke. And that was my that was my original thought, just now.
3: Hell, hell yeah. Nice
2: idea, Thorne.
4: Yeah.
3: Thorne, you're such a good DM. Yeah. God. You make me you make me froth at the mouth.
1: <laughs> you share a nice meal with this these ten orcs. Uh, the children come up to you, alien, and are, like, messing with your ears and and pulling on the mushrooms growing off your
4: uh, clothes. I'm, like, growing flowers out of the ground and making them die, like, for entertainment for the kids. <laughs> like. You see, they are absolutely enamored. Um, there's a, a buff
1: orc woman who's kind of giving you glances, Sally, but nothing more. <laughs> uh, there is an elderly orcish man got a beard down to his belly and he's like you know
0: back in my day we would have killed them dragons and cultists yes yes grandpa yes yes now it's time for better
4: <laughs> and I for his grandpa.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you all fall asleep and in the morning you have a nice breakfast with this group and you Part You say your goodbyes in part ways and you head on towards the mountain. And throughout the day you are passing by ruins of settlements long abandoned. And you are noticing an even greater chill in the air than before. And the leaves on the trees are completely gone at this point. Um, except for the evergreens, which there are a sparse few. But the sun is shining, and the day is looking bright. And as you approach the base of this mountain, you see the woman Elia, who you recognize from the Council of Waterdeep. You see she is kneeling before a statue uh, carved of some silver metal, um, in the shape of a a mighty dragon, and you hear her say, Oh, Bahama, to give us strength. Let this go well. I need this to go well. We haven't had a convening like this in such a long age. Please,
0: let it go how we need it.
1: And she stands and she brushes off her dress and she turns around and she was like, I was wondering when you would arrive. Um, Where's Annie? She was my favorite of you.
3: Oh, great. Yeah, she's everybody's favorite. (laughs) Um, Listen, we got waylaid a few times. Um, Different things. Bad stuff. Uh, Annie's not with us, but she is hopefully okay. Uh... Yeah. You get you get what you see.
2: This is Elion. Am I pronouncing that
3: right?
2: Uh, y- Elion. Alien.
1: Alien. She looks you three up and down and she sees you're all pretty worse for wear. And she goes, I was hoping you'd be a little bit more uh presentable in front of
0: this mm. mm-hmm. uh
1: meeting of the greatest and wisest minds of Feyrun.
3: right but... yes of course and and under any other circumstances you know we probably would look really nice but there's a war going on and we are like literally the foot soldiers of it yeah. so just this, keep I, keep that part in mind i
2: would say not, not for, we are the we are the we are the spearhead we are like the main we are the main ones and also not only is there a war, the meter place is up on the fucking mountains. We have to hike all the way, so there's dirt and shit. We've got mushrooms everywhere because of this guy. Which I, yeah, I
4: we don't... missed
3: we we missed the gondola. I did not see it. So if we could have taken that up, we would have. Yeah. But there was no tram. There was no tram to take us. So. She's like, y'all look
4: worse for where Alien always looks like that. Like, there's, there's like, no
1: difference. That's just what they look yeah, like. Yeah, I was just... Thinking that aliens, mushrooms, and Sally's dampness are probably not the best A good combo. Uh, yeah, yeah, probably
4: not the best combo. I'm like oh. in line, walking behind Sally. There's water pools, and when I walk by, just moss and mushrooms are immediately growing. Like, I think they yeah put- everywhere. Yeah.
1: Sorry,
2: keep going, Jack. No, no, because no, uh, I I I don't want to have the conversation because I felt I talked too much before, but um, I felt like uh, we would have bonded over like Sally, being like so you like growing mushrooms? I have to tend to a lot of mushrooms as well because of my, my body and things. Like, it's, it's it's very it's very gross and difficult. this
3: is about to bloom into a beautiful romance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, Sally, definitely... Sally is absolutely a dom. Elian is absolutely a sub.
4: So... <laughs> For sure. It's
3: gonna work out.
1: For sure. You you definitely can tell where Sally's been sleeping because the next morning there will be uh, mushrooms and moss growing uh, as she stands. Just to clean that off of her stomach. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you don't want to walk, would you... And I can do this one time for you because I hate subjugating myself like this. Would you like a ride to the top of the mountain? Upon my back. Yes, please. You see, in the blink of an eye, you literally blink, which is what the blink of an eye means.
3: She goes <laughs> from—is that,
4: that what that means?
3: When, then, when she they goes say from... blink of an eye, they're they're being literal. Huh? <laughs> oh
4: shit! Damn.
3: That's crazy. She it goes.
1: You literally one second you're looking at her, and the next second you're looking at this uh, giant uh, dragon. Um, I believe she is a silver dragon. Let me consult the book really quick. Damn. <sighs> Sorry, I haven't opened this in some time. Um... Yeah, we know. <laughs> 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 Fuck you. Yeah, she is a silver dragon.
3: Oh. Um,
1: a, a great and mighty silver dragon, and she uh, sort of bends down her wing for you to climb onto. We climb. Yeah, climb on up. Yeah. You climb on up and you, she, <laughs> <laughs> with a couple of mighty flaps, she launches off and it takes you a mere, what well, could have taken you hours to get to the top of this uh, mountain, uh, takes you like, I don't know, a minute Damn. and a half.
4: Dragon Airlines lit.
1: Yeah. And you, she sets you down and she lets out a mighty and for a minute all is silent there's no wind there's no birds and you hear back the calls and you hear the flapping of wings and you see before you a mighty golden dragon and a copper dragon, and a bronze dragon, and where's the other one? There's gold and a brass dragon. Sorry, copper, uh, bronze, and brass are all very similar, uh, so I get them confused. Uh, But you see all five dragons are now standing around you, and the gold one says... Let the delegations begin.
3: Modular is Raven Walker as Ilian, Jack Dean as Sally, and Luke Job as Voltoroy. Thorne George is our DM. The story you heard today, as well as 99% of the characters, were created by Wizards of the Coast and can be found in the module The Rise of Tiamat. Holly Lyons is our fantastic editor. Bethany Gray does our gorgeous cover art. Devin Clark is our talented webmaster. Our music today was written and performed by Max Hedman. You can find Max's music anywhere you listen to music. You can follow us on Twitter at ModThePod. Join our private Facebook group at the Modular Podcast Fan Club, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the Modular Podcast, and subscribe to us on YouTube at the Modular Podcast. Here's a quick shout out to at Dyrith Lord, at James W underscore RPG, at Got Your tie, at Sam Art, and at Nick is a mimic, who all follow us on Twitter. If you want shout outs like them. Go follow us on Twitter and, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll have me speak your, your handle under the ether. And isn't that cool? Hopefully it's cool. God only knows what's cool anymore. Gen Z's taking over. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing, for prescribing, for transcribing. Thank you to all of our scribes. Without without our scribes, you know, what would we be? We'd just be nothing. We'd, we'd be dust upon your, your, your t- toe tips, you know, walking through the desert searching for water, and there we go, off into the mist, just like a a turtle dove, gone and forgotten. So thank you. New episodes come out every Tuesday, and until then, once again, you're the best.